following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Main Street Sports today on the program. We'll be joined by new TWS Assistant Director Joe Blair, as he will be joining us to talk about his new position. Also, Tyler Palmatier from Inside the Family, Main Street Preps, about TWS and some decisions made this week regarding baseball postseason. Plenty of chatter on that topic. Also, College football trading cards. Oh, man. Bring them back. Bring back the trading cards. First time for college football. Daily Brave Shatter and more. Now to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, who deserves his own trading card. And the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. JP, you just gave me a great idea. Okay. What's that? Main Street Sports Today trading cards. Oh, hello. Ding, ding, ding. This is a good plan. I like that. I because I needed something else to do because I have nothing else going on in my life. That's right. But I do have a vacation coming up that I might want to just make some make some noise over there. Sure, you'll have some time to deal with it there. Yeah. Huh. Are you sitting in the sand? That's a good idea. I like it. <laughs> What's up? It's Thursday. <sighs> Man, I'll tell you, I... It's it's been a long week for me. I, I don't know. Has this week dragged on for you guys? And it's just Thursday. It just it it's just Thursday, right? So the reason I I mean because I am filling in on the local radio station. Oh, you're doing Columbia, news in the morning. That's right. Doing the news from seven thirty until eight in the morning. That is making my days really long. Those are long days. And when JP is not here during the day to at least somewhat shorten it with, you know, keeping my mind engaged. It entertain you and entertain me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It, it gets, it, it gets really long. Like I, I feel like I've been here for like probably a half a day, at least, at least 12 hours. Oh, oh. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if it's dry. If it hasn't dragged on for y'all, I'm, you know, that's great. But for me, this is, I, I'm like, gosh, how is it not like, you know, Thursday of next week yet. Well, one thing not helping, and and by the way, uh, we, there there's a leak in our in our studio. And, <laughs> there were two. Yeah, no, there and, are none currently. And it's based on I think the air conditioner. So, in the meantime, until that gets fixed, we have no AC in the building. And or, it's only at least 80, up here. It's, it's only eighty two. Yeah, we have no AC up on here. this floor yeah. where we are. Right. So we've got the door open. We've got a bucket in the middle of the floor. Last week, you, <laughs> you may have seen, you know, they had a bucket basically Bucky with McBuck fa- Bucky McBucket face. <laughs> so uh, so I'm sure that does not help the time pass by when it's, you know, 75, 80 degrees inside here with no AC, right? No, because I, I, I went downstairs earlier just to cool off. To, okay. <laughs> and so I could feel the heat as I walked up the stairs. It's It's rough. It's rough. There's no we'll, question. We'll, we'll and it rises on top of everything else. Rise, rises, yeah. And so. there's a lot of hot air already in this room. Yeah, so. No question there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been a day. Anyway, I, I'm not sure. Uh, clearly, we are warm, but I, I wonder how hot things are getting for the PGA players <laughs> who have now been suspended from the PGA Tour uh, for their involvement in the uh, – 
live is what they're actually calling is it, it live. live. Or they're actually, it, so it is live. It's not L-I-V. Correct. They're actually it's calling it 54. live. <laughs> and it's not 54. No, that was my first thought too. Um, the live tour. And that includes Sergio Garcia, uh, Dustin Johnson, uh, Graham McDowell, Phil Mickelson, Louis Oosthuizen, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood. Those are just some of the names that I recognize. There are others who you guys might know. Andy Ogletree. <laughs> no relation. So, some of those have informed the PGA Tour. They have resigned their membership. Others have not resigned their membership, but are, in fact... Um, they're out of the shrine. Out of the shrine. That's right. You said it. Turned in your ring and your tie tack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that's, that's what you get. So, uh, apparently, and, and Rory Mackle, uh Rory, right? McElroy? Yeah. Rory, Rory McElroy. Rory McElroy. That did not sound right. For some reason, I was like, that doesn't well, sound right. Well, I mean, you know, you being from Alabama, sometimes those things are hard to pronounce. Well, for some reason, I wanted to say McElvain, and I guess because I've no. got some baseball in my – I don't know. Anyway, Rory McElroy. Gosh, I can't, I can't say it. I, anyway. That guy. He that guy. said, you know, anytime I've ever done something for the money, it hasn't worked out. But you know what? <laughs> There's a lot of difference between 125 million and whatever Rory McIlroy got was offered and did something for the money. There's no quite, there's no way it was 125 million. I can tell you that. Well, Rory's also one major away from completing this the Grand Slam. Apparently, yeah. So, and and I don't I don't know this to be a fact, but you asked this question um, about majors. Can they participate in majors if they're I, if they're not in the PGA, they so don't the card. I um on the athletic, there was a there there was a uh, an article that said the the British Open and the U obviously the U.S. Open, um, PGA of America for the championship bylaws say that entries must be part of a recognized of a recognized tour. A rec- now, do they recognize the tour? That's the question. Then, uh, I guess it's a matter of who's doing the recognizing. The big question for the Masters, uh, word from Augusta National, could be coming sooner rather than later regarding the status of live players for the Masters. This is seen as one of the last lines of defense for the PGA Tour's counter-strike. So, so the PGA is going to be lobbying hard for the... Grand Slam events to not recognize. Well, the the Open and the U.S. Open are, they're eligible. Done. USGA has confirmed it. They are eligible for the U.S. Open. Now, the Open Championship, it says it's it's a safe bet that RNA will follow the USGA's lead and allow eligible players to participate. Um, but obviously the PGA Championship, they can't because they're not on it says they have to be a recognized tour. Now it's understood that the live probably doesn't fit that bill. Thus, those players would not be members of a recognized tour and ineligible. So the Masters is, is then the, the Masters question, is the question. Which they they often go by the beat of their own drum. So well they well it's 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 the Augusta National Golf Club's tournament. It's not 
yeah. a PGA I, event. I could see them letting them play because the more, I mean, if these guys can also play at the Masters, that's better for the Masters, and the Masters are going to do what's best for the Masters. Meanwhile, Live Golf apparently has released a statement. Today's announcement by the PGA Tour is vindictive, and it deepens the divide between the tour and its members. It's troubling that the tour, an organization dedicated, excuse me, an organization dedicated to creating opportunities for golfers to play the game, is the entity blocking golfers from playing. This certainly is not the last word on the topic. The era of free agency is beginning, as we are proud to have a full field of players joining us in London and beyond. That's pretty self-serving. I would say this is um, that statement was part of a tweet from friend of the show at ESPN McGee, the second best guy in Wham. <laughs> um, the other guy, the other guy in Wham. The other guy. Well, there were only two. So. That's right. But um, like I said, it just strikes me as a little self-serving, and sounds like guys that want to have their cake and eat it too. Listen, I, this is this is wild. I mean, this is drama, and and golf drama, drama in a store where you in a, in a sport where you don't never expect. see it, almost never see it. Some might call this first world problems. Well, I mean, <laughs> or con- chaos. Yeah, considering where the other tour is, I don't know if you could call it that or not. Which I mean, I know most of Saudi Arabia is, but not all of it. Mm. So. I mean, this is this is interesting. I, I'm I'm enjoying it just because you know me. Because I'm Captain Chaos. chaos. Yeah, I'm here for the chaos. I'm here for the drama. Let's go. But uh, this is interesting. I'm I'm really curious to see how the Masters uh, plays this. Speaking of, have you guys? Do you guys ever enter the the Masters ticket lottery? I do not. I have not. I'm typically oh, I busy always do that time yeah. of year. I always do, just because Good. you so never the know. Way we can. Join you when you win. Well, if one, if I win, then great. But if I mean, why not? Are there any consolation prizes? Do no. they ever say, "Sorry, we didn't get you passes, but here's a towel"? No. Oh, so it's all or nothing. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's all or nothing. Here's <laughs> better luck next year, <laughs> which you typically don't. No, there's never any good luck involved. So anyway. Mm. Let's take a. Uh, let's. I say take it. I was. We are going to take a break. We're going to get you and I. Are yes, gonna we're going to let JP talk for just a minute and tell us uh, uh, the few things that uh, happened yesterday and the fewer things that are going to happen today in uh, the world of sports. And we'll give you the rundown. This is the rundown. All righty, so we'll get into it. Uh, yesterday from Major League Baseball, we had the Diamondbacks 7-0 over the Reds. The Rays from Tampa Bay over the St. Louis Cardinals, 11-3 your finals. The Bravos, 13-2 over the Oakland Athletics, seven in a row. Seven in a row. The Phillies shutting out the Brewers 10-0. Thanks again, Brew Crew. That's right, though. Killing listen, me. Listen. Which would you rather have, a seven-game win streak for the Braves or the Brewers stinking it against the MNLE? Yeah, we need the wins. We should also yeah. mention that the Padres defeated the Mets by matching 13-2. to, 13 two. to That's right. Or last night. There you go. So I think that lead in the East is now seven games. 
It is dwindling. Um, I'm not entirely sure what uh, it is. In fact, seven games. So, yeah. All right. Good news. Yes. Thank you, Padres. Philly's mm-hmm. down to nine and a half after firing Joe Girardi. Yeah, some call San Diego the greatest city in the world, St. Diego. There you go. <laughs> well done. Continue. We will continue before I go down that road. Uh, in the sounds last night, they fall to Norfolk 8 Tough three. night for Ethan Small. Two and two-thirds, seven earned uh, runs. Bad night. Yep. Just a bad night for Ethan Small. Yeah. Doubleheader tonight. Uh, we'll Snap get more on that. clear. <laughs> Coming up in just a moment. Women's College World Series, Oklahoma. They get a win in game one, 16 to 1. Your final there, game two tonight. And Oklahoma can finish the Longhorns. Can, off. will. More than likely. Yeah, I'm not feeling so good about my. I think this is going to wind up going three. No. He took a flyer. Sometimes it's good to take a chance, Mo. Yeah. Hey, best two out of three. You never know. You never know. You're saying there's a chance. Mm, there's uh, the not. Celtics with a uh, 116-110 win over the Warriors. Boston leads that best of seven series. Sorry, that's the actually 100. One. It was not 110. It was 116-100. Okay. I was going to say I that's just... closer than the game probably actually was. No. <laughs> no, my bad. But you never know. I mean, I, I, I turned it on the third quarter and saw the seven-point possession by the uh, Warriors. And subsequently, the next possession, I think they took the lead for a, a moment. And that's it. For a moment. <laughs> a moment. That's all and, they had. Um, and then the Celtics. So, uh, I'm impressed by the... Of Boston. Uh, you almost had it. <laughs> you got to be quicker. Got to be quicker than that. WNBA, Washington, 84-82 winners over Chicago. 16 from Candace Parker in that one. Candace still loss. playing. Oh, yeah. Man. At a high level. She was player of the year last year. MVP. Yep. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Thursday schedule. Not good enough to be an Olympian. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Thursday schedule. We've got a game already in progress. Uh, a day game. Reds and D-backs in Cincinnati leading that one 3-1. to one. That's in the seventh. Uh, actually, through seven now. Bottom of the second, the Phillies and the Brewers tied at one apiece. Tonight, the Braves host the Pirates. 620 uh, is your first pitch. And doubleheader tonight in Nashville. First Horizon Park sounds 535. One ticket gets you two games. Doubleheader, seven innings each, half hour between games. So it uh, should be a perfect night. It will be a perfect night for baseball. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Women's College World Series, we mentioned game two tonight, Oklahoma and Texas 630 on ESPN2. Oklahoma, of course, with a commanding, if you can call it such a commanding, one nothing lead. It is. Still one. In, in, a, game, in, in a best of three, it's yeah. pretty commanding, especially when that one is 16, 16 to one. That's right. But it counts only as one, but they lead uh, tonight. And uh, track and field championships continue out in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, 7.30 tonight. See, I learned something yesterday. TNF, Chris, track and field. That's right. It. That is your Thursday rundown. All right, when we come back, Joe Blair, new assistant executive director of the TWSAA, joins us. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Join us back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. 
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Young alongside Mo Patton and J.P. Plant here in Columbia, but not cool for us. Very warm here in the studio with no air conditioning. We're going to get through it. Yeah, of course we will. We're professionals. We power through things like this. Also, when you are professionals, you get a chance to talk to some high-level guests, Mo. And today, we get to do that as newly named Assistant Executive Director of the TSSAA. Joe Blair joins us now on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Renee Hart and the fine folks out in Chapel Hill taking care of us all the time. Delicious sandwiches, soups, catering, and more. Uh, go see Renee Hart at From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Proud sponsors of Coach's Corner. Joe, welcome into the show. Thanks for taking some time with us. Thanks so much. I uh, appreciate you giving me a call and having me come on. Uh, we appreciate you taking the call now <laughs> that you are Assistant Executive Director of the TSSAA. I figured I could get a hold of Brentwood Athletics Director Joe Blair. I wasn't so sure I could get a hold of TSSAA staffer Joe Blair. So, so um, thank you. But uh, <laughs> congratulations in all seriousness. Thank, thank you, Mo. I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, and all the things that you all do to help cover uh, high school athletics. Uh, and the, the Mo, just from a personal standpoint, uh, I consider you a good friend and and uh, the support you give me over the years. Uh, going back to my coaching days and and on up through today i really appreciate you 
Well, well, I appreciate you, even though you didn't take it so easy on my son during his wrestling days. But um, at any- <laughs> he was a worry. He was a worry. I, I will say that he was definitely a concern. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that, Joe. Your second job, basically, is that that fair to say? Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I was when I was going through the process. I was thinking to myself and I mentioned to a couple of the people that I hadn't, that was the first time I'd ever interviewed for anything in a little over 25 years. So, um, I definitely had to do some talking to some people who were more familiar with that process, um, and, uh, things to consider and watch out for going through all that. What was that like for you going through the, the application process, the interview process? I mean, I guess the good thing is, worst comes to worst, you go back to Brentwood. But I mean, what what is that like? Well, yeah, that was that was kind of the the good plus, I guess, for me and my family going through this was, um, you know, I, if worst comes to worst, and and, I, and it didn't work out for me to get the position this time, that wasn't what God had in mind. Well, I had a, I was already at a great place uh, at Brentwood High with, with a really good job and working with amazing people. So, I mean, it wasn't like uh, I was uh, losing out on anything um, if, if it didn't work out. But uh, the process itself was actually a, a, a good process for me to go through because it, it actually gave me a chance to sit back and reflect on on wh- where I had, where I've come in 25 years, um, which I really hadn't done that much of. Um, so, uh, cause I had to, you know, work on my resume and write out everything um, that that I had had done or experienced in my time, uh, and and you know consider people who would be willing to vouch for me as references and, and things like that, and actually think about what kind of questions I would be asked in an interview and and philosophies and and what I think about certain things. Uh, so that was that was good, I think, for me to go through all that, um, do some good soul searching uh, through all that. Uh, so I mean, I, I actually kind of enjoyed it in some regards. In other regards, it wasn't. It was not the most comfortable thing in the world. But that, that's how, that's how it is sometimes, I guess. Um, Joe, obviously, your background as as wrestling coach at Brentwood High and with um, the state wrestling tournaments being held out at the Williamson County Ag Expo for the last while, with the exception of. COVID issues, you've worked pretty closely with that organization on a lot of things. How much of an impact do you feel like that was through this process that that concluded with you joining their staff? Uh, It was a a great impact, I believe, because that really gave me kind of an inside look into what TWSLA was about. This actually, this this was really the second time I, I had considered trying for a position there. Uh, the first time was about uh, 13, 14 years ago when another assistant executive position came open and I applied for it with not nearly the experience or knowledge that I have now. And of course, I got the uh, thanks, thanks but no thanks kind of letter back from, from the organization that I really on paper was not an appealing candidate back then. Um, but going back to, you know, the time that I put in with helping with the state tournaments and everything like that. And really the people that I gotten to work with, um, 
it, it really became a lot more appealing. It was a little appealing to me back then, but it became a lot more appealing to me because I, I got to see exactly uh, what the organization was like, uh, what the people there are like. Uh, it's really good people, really good folks. Mark Reeves is, is just a top-notch person. Um, I've always thought that about him. And uh, the idea of getting a chance to go to work with and for him uh, is is a very appealing thing. And that was something that really helped me to consider uh, pursuing this because there weren't very many jobs, uh, really, honestly, that were on my list that I would really kind of go after and that would mean me leaving Brentwood High because of the special place that Brentwood has been to me and for me uh, for all these years. Um, I had a good. I got. It's it's a great place to work. I uh, got a great administrator, Kevin Cadell's the best principal around, bar none. Um, and I have just a, an amazing coaching staff, good people to work with. So it was going to take something really, really special and unique to make me want to even consider. I've had chances to go places before, and just it just it was an it was an easy no, thank you, and appreciate you asking, but I'm, I'm I like where I am. Um, but knowing who Mark is, knowing the people at TWSAA, who they are, getting to know them, um, that really helped in this decision process. It really helped me say, okay, this one's worth looking at and then seeing what if God opens the doors or not, and, and we'll see what happens. Suddenly, with, with you and Mark, who coached wrestling at Springfield, his alma mater, um, the, the TSU – um, I'm sorry, the TSSAA staff has gotten pretty um, was, wrestling top hit. That's where I was going. I was like, you know, wow, the, look at all the wrestling tie-ins yeah, here. Come uh, here. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, tell that to those basketball folks. <laughs> uh, listen, at the end of the day, in the world, there's a lot more basketball people than there are wrestling people. <laughs> but that's fine. You know, they, 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 they – They'll see what we're like and and how hardworking we are and and uh, you know we have the mindset you know what push comes to, so, to shove a wrestle off solves everything so there you go it sounds like you guys are having a, a, a wrestling practice type setting in your studio today yeah it's yeah. pretty it's we're pretty... trying to dro- we're trying to drop weight you cut some pounds today that's, that's at, a good thing at, at least one of us could use it yeah absolutely <laughs> um, it's. That that's very fitting because I've been in some wrestling facilities this time of year, and this. Oh yeah. As, as I as I sit here, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> I, uh, joining us here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint, is Joe Blair on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. I, <laughs> I I hesitate to ask this this way, but I think it 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 does. It's it's a great question and a, a terrible way to phrase it. Have they told you exactly what you're going to be doing there? <laughs> what is it you say, would you say that you do here, Joe? Well, uh, yes. Uh, when when uh, the job was posted, they 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 put out a pretty detailed um, description with that job. And uh, uh, along along the way through the process uh, and talking to Mark and some of the people there, getting a little more clarification on some of those duties as well. And I mean, there's things there's things on that description that obviously I know about. I, I feel 
really comfortable with the wrestling aspect of it. Um, that's just, I, I've, I've done wrestling since the third grade um, in some form or fashion. So I, I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on, on that sport. Um, but there's things on there that, that I obviously am going to have, there's going to be some lear- a learning curve and, and there's going to be a lot of people I'm going to be leaning on. The good thing about it is um, I'm not going to have to reinvent the wheel on a lot of stuff because like I said, I'm, I'm basically taking over the position that Mark Reeves held, and he's done a great job of really laying a solid foundation uh, for a lot of those areas. So uh, there, there's there's connections, there's people that that know more than me, and um, if if anything else, uh, over the past 25 years, I've learned that I don't know everything, and that it's really good to to lean on those people that do know more than me and. Uh, and soak up everything they can. Um, I'm not 100% sure on some of the things. I think some of that's still getting polished out, whether I'm going to be uh, also overseeing soccer or softball. Not sure about that one yet. Um, I do know that sports medicine is going to be a part of it. Uh, So probably working with um, trainers and uh, keeping up with the latest trends in sports medicine and, and, and trainings that our coaches would need. Uh, as well as uh, overseeing the catastrophic insurance uh, policy that TWSBA offers to school to member schools uh, and various other things too. It was kind of like when when I took over as athletic director five years ago. Um, I wasn't I didn't wasn't seeking that out and it was kind of like one of these things we, we need you to become the athletic director and I told my principal I told Kevin Cadell at the time I said I'm not ready for this and and he looked at me and he said nobody is until you actually get in there and start doing it and I think that's true for any administrator type role you really you kind of know what it's like but until you get in there and start getting your hands dirty you really don't know uh, you just got to be ready to, to to roll with a lot of things and and reach out and grab onto those those resources that that you have and and listen to the people that know more than you really really well. No doubt, Joe Blair will be willing to get his hands dirty as assistant executive director of the TWSAA. Um, joining us here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill, um, Joe. Really appreciate your time this afternoon and um, looking forward to watching your evolution. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in, in this day of ever-rising gas costs. That commute out to Hermitage, not going to be a lot of fun. They giving you a gas card or what? Uh, uh, well, uh, you know, I hope so. I, I, I took the, this is how smart I am. I took the job with not really – seeing any kind of numbers or anything else that go along with it. So um, this, this may or may not be a good decision by me and from the, from the fiscal side of things, but, but we'll see what happens. We'll make the best of it. (laughs) Joe, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. We'll be in touch. All right. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for everything you do. All righty. We're going to continue talking about the board of controls uh, decisions and discussions. Well, it's, it sounds like they might have just hired an assistant executive director for free. Who knows? <laughs> they may have. <laughs> hey, did anybody figure out what uh, what his salary is going to be? Well, he didn't really ask for one. I think he's just going to do it for free. Hey, hey save a little, save a little dough. Cut corners where you can. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody's tightening their belt these days. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Uh, the NCAA is. 
it, it, they they are going after NIL um, violations from before they had rules. But I'll tell you how you do that. Well, I'll tell you kind of what they're going to do and, uh, and and what is and what isn't in their sights on the other side of the break. So stick around. Main Street Sports today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joints back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Hey, welcome back in. Main Street Sports today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint and we are... Diving into some NIL discussion because Sports Illustrated has just about an hour ago tweeted out a letter from the NCAA to member institutions that they obtained somehow, some way, of course. And uh, it's certainly interesting. But, you know, a couple things real quick on, uh, on NIL. Well, before we get into that, Mo, you had another pretty big story that not NIL related, but transfer portal related. And apparently they are one and the same these days. Yeah. They're pretty much in lockstep these days, but yeah. um, Vanderbilt sophomore right-hander Christian little is no longer Vanderbilt. uh, He has entered the transfer portal. Um, Six, four, 210 pounder was 
tied for second on the team in appearances with 18, 15 of those out of the pen. He was um, he had three saves, which was the second most on the team. Um, he was in the top five in innings pitched and strikeouts, finished up one and two with a 3.72 ERA as the Commodores advanced to the final game of the Corvallis Regional before um, falling to host Oregon State. So looking to take his talents elsewhere for the next year or two, I guess. Because, again, he's a sophomore, so he would be draft eligible next Next year. But could obviously finish out if he felt like it. Sure. So, um. Interesting move because I would think that he would have kind of moved up in the hierarchy at Vanderbilt for this coming year, given, you know, the work that he put in this past season and, and what, what he has brought to that team to this point. So I'm interested to see, you know, where he winds up now, just because he's in the transfer portal does not necessarily mean that he's leaving. That's correct. Because there have been guys who have gone into the portal and come back out with their original team. It happens. It does. It does. Um, Speaking of college baseball, Tennessee announced that they will start Blade Tidwell in game one and I believe Dollander in game two. Correct. So... Game three, TBD, if necessary. I don't. I don't know that they are necessarily planning for game. I, I was about three. to say it doesn't seem like they are expecting to play game three, and that's that. That's certainly Tennessee baseball for you in a nutshell. Yeah. Game three, and eh, we won't need one. <laughs> it, it it's kind of the the Steve Spurrier field goals. We don't kick. We don't many. kick many of those. Yeah. yeah so. Um. So as, as JP mentioned before the show and the, and the opening of the of the first half here, Fanatics, which recently acquired, was it Tops? I believe Fanatics recently acquired Tops, the, the the trading card company, and they will they they have signed contracts with around 150 NCAA institutions to create trading cards for college players that they would be able to earn money from their name, image, and likeness. And if name, image, and likeness existed in the 80s, this would have been the the TikTok uh, level of NIL deals. I mean, if you could have made money, because I mean, you remember when Auburn and Alabama, and I don't know if Tennessee had them, but the, the trading cards from like way back in the day. Vaguely. You know what I'm talking about, though. Mm-hmm. The schools had them, mm-hmm. but the players didn't make money off of it. The of schools not. did. But I mean, could you imagine a, a Bo Jackson Auburn card mm-hmm. would have gone for back in the day? Shoot. I mean, this is a great deal for the, for the for the players. I think this is fantastic for for fanatics. It's it's good for for college football. I mean, there are a lot of folks out there. And and here's the thing: trading cards have been coming back here recently. Uh, again, I've said it a number of times on this show, but m- the millennial generation is so incredibly nostalgic that it has. And now that we have adult money, we are doing dumb things with our adult money, like <laughs> buying trading cards. And 
But this is, and that's one of the things that's going to be great for, for, for NCAA athletes. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great. I don't collect trading cards, but if I did, this would be cool to have. So, it's interesting. And Michigan State football players, I think some other, maybe some of their basketball players as well, have created a collective of their own. Now, Knoxville has one of the first collectives that uh, folks were kind of looking at, and the the collectives essentially sign athletes to, they'll create merchandise, sell the merchandise, and then you get a cut if if your name, image, or likeness is part of the sale. You just get a commission because, you know, your face is on the on the T-shirt, right? What the what Michigan State has done is created a collective that has someone basically acting as a, not an agent, but a book, well, a booking agent, basically, for individuals. So when you contact this booking agent, the booking agent gets the 10% fee and they get the 90%, which is genius <laughs> because... You know, if if we wanted, say, you know, Blade Tidwell to come to a an event that we were having, you know, maybe a barbecue or something like that out here, out, and we wanted to call them and say, hey, we'd like for Blade Tidwell to come up here and do this. Well, he charges, you know, a hundred dollars an hour. Okay, well, we pay them the hundred dollars an hour. He gets ninety. The booking agent gets ten, and he shows up for an hour. Actually, that's not a bad idea, Chris. I'm surprised as a Tennessee fan, you went. You use the example of a barbecue. <laughs> I thought the, maybe the, still the, too soon. The key is know. to not lie about the barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue gotcha. wasn't the problem. It was telling so, folks you didn't have a barbecue that got us in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Although it did not cross my mind. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it's not a bad idea. I think it's a fantastic way for these athletes to to you know absolutely earn. No, legitimate. No, 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 I mean for us. No, I, no, I'm saying, but this is a great idea for athletes to earn legitimate compensation for actually doing something, right? For work to work for it by using their name, image, or likeness. The NCAA <laughs> thinks that some athletes may not have worked for it in the beginning of the NIL situations you know what the the ncaa and you won't hear me say this often it's probably right 100 percent, 100 percent. so what they have done is they've said and this comes from a letter to ncaa institutions from the association um obtained by si now ross dellinger at ross dellinger on twitter tweets it out said that We understand the challenges on campus, particularly as it relates to boosters and collectives, but effective action in this area will require cooperation between member schools and the national office. Which Good luck with that. (laughs) To be very clear, the enforcement staff is not focused on the eligibility of current or prospective student-athletes. As always, the infractions process is primarily concerned with behaviors of institutional staff members and representatives, a.k.a. boosters. Now. Now. Friend of the show, Mitt Winter says, uh, at Winter Sports Law, you know, it essentially they are trying to 
pull out the, those who have in, been engaging in blatant and public violations of NIL rules. Engaging in blatant and public? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, some people got too confident, he says, that the NCAA wasn't going to do anything to enforce its rules, and those people are probably going to get dinged. But then what? When a, because what's probably going to happen is some boosters are going to be cut off, for lack of a better phrase. There's, there's an actual word for it, and I don't know the word for it. Um. But... <laughs> Disassociated. There we go. That's it. Yeah. Once a booster is officially disassociated with the school, there could be some of this happening. So I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out because, again, the NCAA didn't really have any rules until they put those guidelines out a while back. And so... So how are we supposed to do things within a unestablished framework? Well, I still think that the rules of no pay to play were in effect, right? I mean, those were, those have always been a rule. Mm -hmm. That's always been a rule. So I think that's where they were trying to skirt it by using it as NIL, but it really wasn't because those kids weren't doing anything for that money mm -hmm. other than going to the school and playing football or basketball or lacrosse or whatever. Mm -hmm. So... I'm interested to see how this plays out. This is going to be this because I guarantee you anybody with any sense is not cooperating. Why would you? Oklahoma State said not to. So, I, hey, I, I trust Oklahoma State more than I do the NCAA. Well, they got they've got history on their side. They got the facts, the data. We cooperated. Look what happened. <laughs> see what happened. It was not good. Don't let this be you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Don't follow me. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, do as I say, not as I did. Trust me. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. I, I, we'll see what happens. None, no question there. Let's take a quick break. On the second half, we've got Tyler Palmatier. We'll talk more Board of Controls from CWSAA and their decisions. We'll also get into the Braves, as always. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back after this.